0: Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the U.K. for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21+. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.
1: Anyone that
2: doesn't have a, a, a pity gotcha exposure gotcha. on their halftime Super Bowl list is null and void. We are on a mission guys. Put
3: on your life best lens,
1: Duck Pickup. Put on your life best lens,
2: Duck Pickup. Andy Dalton. Andy
1: Dalton. Put on your life best lens, We are on a mission on a mish, guys. He's so cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is outstanding for tight end. I really like his upside. We're I'm just gonna include my list there.
3: For the time <laughs> Oh my god, how long have we gone? We're gonna leave the beating weeds aside. get is <laughs> the main thing everybody wants to hear. We're on a mission, a guys. And welcome in, everybody, for another excellent episode of the Belly Up Fantasy Live Dynasty Edition. We have tons of news to talk about, and we also have some great quarterbacks to talk about. Well, maybe not so great quarterbacks. Maybe there's one great quarterback in there, but, you know, we got our guy in. He is the Belly Up Fantasy draft guru. As always, we are joined by Commissioner Cooper, Captain Feelgood, whatever you want to call him, he'll go by it. And we are also joined by, once again, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who is now spanning across so many sports because baseball is back. He's basketball, he's baseball, he's football, Kevin Wilson as well. Guys, how you doing? Commissioner, go ahead, start off. Tell me how you're doing.
2: Doing great. Um, lots of fun news, like, you know, going into this podcast uh, realm. It's kind of new for me. And right now, this point in time of season, I was kind of like, man, what are we going to talk about for football? But boy, the NFL, <laughs> she just keeps it turning and we appreciate it. And glad you are here
1: with us today. Let's get it. Hundred percent, Kev. Do you share that same sentiment? Do you- Absolutely, I do. You know, if you're a sports enthusiast and not happy about this time of year, then you know you might as well just go back to bed because there's so much going on. And every sport, we're you know, football. We're going to get into that right here. You know, I'm a baseball guy. We have tons to talk about tonight. So I'm, and we got the tournament going on. So I'm super jazzed to be in a, a sports guy right now. Well, how are you going to follow that up, Yuke? I mean, Kevin is freaking jazzed. He is. He is- oh,
3: no. <laughs> there was an aura around Kevin right now. But uh, all jokes aside, Yuke is our draft expert. And you, I know you're ready to start talking about this. I know you could probably take this entire show. We could just sit here with our with our jaws going like, oh, okay. oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that
4: guy. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to have to hold me back for sure. I could go for hours. So,
3: <laughs> Well, we only got one today, but maybe we'll have you back for the other three hours or four hours that we run this show. <laughs> but, guys, let's get into it. Let's start with the obvious one. Deshaun Watson is now in Cleveland. Now Cleveland has Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson, they brought in Joe back. you know, Houston makes off with three draft picks, or three first round draft picks, I think it was a third and a fifth as well, so five overall, and now, you know, everybody's kind of dust is settled, who do you think won this trade, guys? I'm going to go to you first on this one, tell me what you thought of this trade, tell me what you think fantasy-wise. Oh, coop, coop. Wait, I'm before you go me. to
2: you, before you go to you, bro. I did. I spent all this time doing this. Let me, let me do it. Let hold me on, it. hold on.
3: I got you. I got you. Wait, I got let's you. Let's get into the news, man. To be fair, it says breaking news. This isn't very breaking anymore. <laughs> 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 it's
2: still, hey, it's just for fun. It's just for fun.
3: Hey, hey. All shout outs. Commissioner Cooper handles all of our animation here. He's a whiz at it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) And we thank him every day for it because otherwise we'd just be a bland show. (laughs) But you, tell us about it. What do you think about this trade? What do you think about the fantasy value? What do you think about the relevance to the draft now? Do you think that this makes Houston – Want to go quarterback now,
4: or do you think they're still on a path for maybe alignment and maybe some other weapons? So, yeah, so I'll talk first about Cleveland. I just I think honestly, for both sides, this whole trade is very confusing to me. I think that Houston was declining uh, bigger trade, like bigger trade packages for Sean Watson before reportedly. So they're only getting like three first. I think it was the second and the third. Like they were declining much bigger packages. So that was a little bit weird. Also, I feel like Cleveland, on the other hand, gave him a massive deal, right? I think it was like two hundred thirty million dollars, fully guaranteed, something yep. like that. Like this guy is almost—I think we would all be shocked if he doesn't get suspended, right? So, and this whole like you know legal situation—it's just—it's—it's it's a lot to give a guy two hundred thirty million dollars, fully guaranteed. So I just honestly—I don't—I I don't really know who won this trade from either side. Uh, from a fantasy standpoint, I I don't really even know if I'm I'm already you know. Putting all, pushing all my chips in on this Cleveland offense, you know, is Amari Cooper still a bona fide wide receiver one? I don't know. I mean, he looked like a two in Dallas. Can he be a one? Maybe. It's, you know, it's left to be seen. There's still the whole Chubba, Kareem Hunt thing. That's not going to change. Uh, is Deshaun Watson going to play? What if he gets suspended? I just feel like there's a lot up in the air. You know, it's a good time to buy if you can get it for cheap, but I wouldn't spend up assuming that it's going to be some crazy offense because I think that it's very possible that it's not.
3: Fair points, fair points. There is still a lot of very much unknown in Cleveland right now. And you brought up the suspension. We don't know what's going to happen. We know the NFL is historical for putting in their own court. They pretty much say, I don't give a shit. We're going to run it back like you actually did it. And we're going to suspend you for it. (laughs) So, you know, there's definitely unknowns. Kev, how did you look at this trade?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting because one of my best friends here in Texas – is a Cleveland Browns fan and he was railing and railing and railing because oh, there's no way we're going to get Deshaun Watson. Now they've got Baker Mayfield upset and he don't want to play with them anymore. And the very next day, bam, it goes ahead and goes. And so the biggest question to me before we can assume who won this trade is we have to find out how many games does Deshaun Watson going to miss coming into this season. We know, You know, this is the NFL, no fun league. So therefore, he's going to get suspended. If he gets suspended for any more than four games, then Cleveland's season is down the tubes, as far as I'm concerned. Because now, who are they going to have a quarterback? Nobody. And if I'm say, uh, just off the cuff, a Seattle Seahawks fan, which of course I am, I'm on the horn right now. Hey, what's it going to take to get Baker Mayfield? What's it going to take? Because the Browns have depressed his value as about as much as it can be repressed. And so if they say anything other than we want a first round draft pick, we're on.
3: Coop, do you share that same sentiment with Kevin.
2: Uh, not as far as Baker Mayfield and Seattle, no. But um, as far as uh, who won this trade, I think no doubt I love what Cleveland did. You can sit there, look at these teams like Detroit, Houston's another one, Miami after Dan Marino. We're constantly trying to rebuild, do stuff in the draft. The bottom line is the teams that are, that are winning or teams that go for it, Cleveland's in it. They're going for it. I mentioned it on my show, a congratulations to the state of Ohio is due. You guys are finally back in the NFL world. So congratulations <laughs> to you there as well. Um, and, you know, as far as, you know, and again, I think that's a good point. You brought up if Houston was turning down higher, higher packages. I'm not sure why, um, unless, you know, you know, I, again, I'm not even sure why they would do that. That would that makes no sense. Um, But I do like it now, again, as far as Baker Mayfield is concerned, you know, I think maybe more. I think what he's asking for as far as going to somebody like Indianapolis, that might be more his cup of tea uh, with a good run game. Somebody to back up basically what he was already doing in Cleveland. I think that'd be a better fit for him.
3: Yep. And, you know, the QB carousel is still out there. Obviously, we're going to talk about rookie QBs, but it seems like a lot of teams have less faith in the rookie class. And are kind of trading out to go get bridge quarterbacks at this point. Um, going from quarterbacks to a quarterback's best friend, Devontae Adams gets traded to the Raiders. Uh crazy, is he's back with his college roommate. You know, the Raiders had to retool to stay relevant in that AFC West, it just keeps on gobbling up all these players. Uh, we'll talk about another receiver going there in a second. Just a quick sentiment. How did you guys react to this? Kamish, I'll start off with you first. Go for it. How do you feel about this trade? How do you think uh, it's going to affect the fantasy world and fantasy values?
2: Well, talking about going for it again, um, Las Vegas is all in. Um, you know, No pun intended. They really are uh, in for next season. Derek Carr is definitely way up in the rankings now as far as QBs um you know he had a great season last year now building off that got one of the best in the league now as far as Devonte adams values you will have to remain it will have to remain and see it's not going to be as much as it was um in green bay because obviously you're the guy you're aaron Rodgers' favorite target plus you don't have any number two there as well so speaking of that though in green bay what are you going to do? Who are you going to throw to? Who's out there left in free agency right now? Look at Robert Woods got traded. Titans, we'll talk about that maybe in a minute. Titans just traded for him. I mean, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to make a trade. Uh, obviously, in the draft, you will, will fill us in on that. Uh, but, you know, they need to get something uh, veteran in there as well. So, my thoughts. So, you,
3: t- you talked about, you know, Derek Carr going up and obviously now his value goes a little bit up just because of the the rumors and everything, you know, that this is gonna work. Where do you see it value wise going? Do you see it being more of a Ryan Tannehill where the hype was just way too much for the value? Or do you see him more of a Matthew Stafford, somebody who actually pulled through?
2: I, you know, it's going to be somewhere in the middle because we're, you know, we don't know how this experiment's going to go out. But I, you know, I just, I tier him somewhere in there amongst some Ryan Tannehill. As a matter of fact, I think Ryan Tannehill, you know, with this trade today might bounce back a little next year, next season. So uh, again, he's more mid tier right now. Possibility could be one of those upper tier quarterbacks for the end of season.
1: Kev, tell me what you thought about this one, man. Well, you know, the AFC West, what a bear that place is right now, and so, uh yeah. I like that Devonte Adams going to, to and I'm I'm still trying not to say Oakland, but going to to the Raiders, and uh, one of the players I think that gets lifted up to him that nobody's talking about is Hunter Renfro, the wide receiver on the other side. They're going to have to shift their defense over to Devonte Adams. Hunter Renfro is a guy that I would buy right now on my team, if, if I could get him. And so that's a guy that I really like based on this trade. And when we're mm-hmm. talking about green Bay, it's interesting, you know, they had to know this was getting rich because they traded him obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and I was talking last week about how Alan Robinson was wanting to stick it to the bears twice a season. They could have brought him up to uh, green Bay and they would have been fine. I think. But instead, he went to the Rams. I really like that a lot. And so, uh, the question is: is who who's going to go to Green Bay? Uh, Aaron Rodgers is supposedly in on this the whole time. How can he be happy? And the, probably the main reason why is he signed for 790 million or whatever it was. And so, somebody's got to go. You can't have quarterback making all this money and keep all your players. It just doesn't happen. And so the Monte Adams is the first casualty of all that.
3: All right. This is going to be the first time I'm going to use this. Breaking. Rogers aside for $790 million. Uh. Kevin, you're right. It's an outrageous number, but if that was the number, I would – oh, my God. <laughs> they don't even have the cap room for that. <laughs> there's there's not enough cap room on four or five teams for that. But um, you're absolutely right. It's an outrageous number. What do the Packers do now with that? Do they use those picks now for receivers? Do they go out and get, like, an OBJ? Duke. Tell me what you think from the draft perspective they should do with that, because now they have the 22nd and the 28th pick right in the middle range where they can get like, a you know, maybe a Traylon Burks Falls, maybe reach up for Jamison Williams. What are you thinking as far as the Packers and what are you thinking as far as the Raiders from the Steel?
4: So I think first I'm just going to hit on the Raiders for a second. I love this trade because I'm a big Derek Carr guy. I've always loved Derek Carr. I even sent out a tweet. You guys want to talk about my hot take of the podcast I always thought Derek Carr was one of the guys in this league. And I even sent out a tweet that he's going to be talked about soon, like Matthew Stafford was talked about a year ago in Detroit, that he was just a great quarterback with great talent who's just stuck in the worst situation in the league. So now with Devontae Adams, like I, you know, I couldn't be happier for Derek Carr. I think this is perfect for him. Um, And also Hunter Renfro, great compliment for Devontae Adams. You know, Mm -hmm. if you want to talk about offenses to invest in in fantasy, this is the one. I love this passing offense now. Uh, On the side of Green Bay, I think you, you said you. Do they take a receiver in the draft? To be honest, I don't even know. Like, does Aaron Rodgers at what is he thirty nine? Does he want to pair up now with a rookie wide receiver? Can he even? You know, we all know Aaron Rodgers is kind no, of an ego. Like, is he a rookie wide receiver type of guy to raise someone and like, you know, teach him the ropes? I, I just I don't really know about the fitting there. Also, I feel like I, once you're down to twenty two and twenty eight, they're really out of the range of like one of those top guys like Garrett Wilson, Drake London. <laughs> um, something I'm actually looking for for the Packers, which I think might be a little bit of a dark horse. But I think Julio Jones going to the Packers, that might be very interesting after being released from the Titans. Aaron Rodgers might wanting to pair up with someone who was dominant back when Aaron Rodgers was dominant. You know, I feel like that pairing might be might go really well. So we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, definitely not excited about Packers receiving options right
3: now. Fair enough, fair enough. They seem to have Alan Lazard, and that's just about it. So there's nothing to be excited <laughs> about. Yeah. Yeah. Let,
1: let, let's not talk about MVS, okay? Let's not even get into that.
3: Well, he's not on the team right now, so we're, we okay. won't talk about that until he signs. Good.
1: Good. But, we don't um, need to talk about it.
3: One last thing I want to attack is um, obviously Tom Brady's coming back, and I mean, I don't know if we all saw that or if anybody even thought he was going to be retired. But one thing I wanted to address is it just happened. Matthew Stafford signed his brand-new deal. I believe it's three years and $150 million at this point, or is it 4 and $160 See, I feel like Coop was about to correct me on that one. It's four, four and 160. Okay, cool. So it's four years and $160 million. Robert Woods gets traded um, to the Tennessee Titans. And, you know, this team is now kind of in Super Bowl mode again. They have their quarterback locked up. You know, they made room for Allen Robinson, who just signed a $48 million contract. This is a team that's reloaded and ready to make another run at it. We're all talking about the AFC getting better, but the Rams seem to you know, keep on adding to their team. They traded a guy who had a torn ACL for a guy who just had a bad season, was trying to avoid an injury, it seemed like at times. Um, where are your guys' takes on the Rams' chances now with Stafford re-ups and with uh, Robinson coming in and Woods out? I'll start off with you this time.
4: Yeah, I don't honestly, I don't know where the Rams get all this money from. It's like, you know, they're just selling out money. You got Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford. You know, soon they got to pay Cooper Cup a big bag. You know, now Allen Robinson, OBJ. It's like they, uh, the guy that their GM, I think, was still let's, let's He's Sneed, just a yeah. genius. But, uh, anyway, I the Rams definitely have a good shot, especially in the NFC now. I don't think that there's any big quarterbacks in the NFC right now that you really feel like, like a Mahomes or a Josh Allen that you just can't Pray get to see them right now.
3: So, I just had yeah, we'll that in. <laughs>
4: uh but yeah i think that the nfc is definitely uh, uh if, if you're a good team in the nfc you can definitely be competitive i think the Rams, especially now with stafford they're going to be a team to be reckoned with going forward for sure
3: yeah no i mean you you hit it uh the nail right on the head there i mean at this point it's stafford brady Trey Lance and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'll keep on hitting that one. Uh, 49ers but, um, right yeah, here. I mean, you look at the AFC West, there's already better quarterbacks in there than most other you know divisions. You could probably pair up the entire NFC West and you've got better quarterbacks in one division than that. So, Kev, talk to me. We're in the NFC West, man. You and me both know this. We got to face the Rams for the next three, four years with Matthew Stafford. How do you look at this deal and how do you see it? <clears throat> Either benefiting the Rams or,
1: yeah,
3: yeah. Well, so I didn't, do you see it benefiting the Rams.
1: I didn't. I, I. There was no chance that Matthew Stafford was going anywhere. So, that that's not a surprise <clears throat> to me at all. And uh, you know, if you remember last week, I had said that Allen Robinson was going down to uh, Jacksonville. That didn't, of course, did not happen. And he goes course, to the I Rams. Am. I really, really, really like this, really, this really pickup for them because. He had a disastrous season last year, and if you had him in redraft, you wound up dropping him. That's how bad he was. But if you go back to the seasons before that, he is one of the best wide receivers in football. OBJ, we don't know what exactly is going to happen with his injury because it happened on the last day of the, of the season. So he might be out for some time. I really like Allen Robinson in there. I like their offense. You know, we, we all know about their defense. And as far as, you know, the Seahawks are concerned, they couldn't beat the Rams on their best day. So, this, you know, it's the, the haves are up here. The have-nots are going down this way in the division. And so, uh, your 49ers might be the only team that can possibly go to toe-to-toe with them.
3: Beat them three years in a row, baby but um yeah no i I mean i think you made a good point there alan robinson going there and really cutting a payday because if he'd went to jacksonville he'd be a hundred million dollar man right now christian kirk's an 80 million dollar man yeah (laughs) we can
1: talk about that maybe later i don't understand that deal whatsoever go ahead
3: yeah yeah so that's uh, definitely interesting but uh we're gonna get back to it the rams commissioner coop tell me what you thought of these deals
2: yeah, I think Kevin just hit it on the head with the haves and have-nots, um, you know, comparison. But I think you can put that to the whole entire NFC, quite frankly. There's only a couple of big superpowers right now in the NFC. Other than that, you have a lot of have-nots, like Kevin mentioned. Um, so I like what when we talked about Brady signing, you know, you mentioned him obviously he was looking at the nfc right now and like look man i I could go out and play a couple games where we're going to be in the in the in the conference championship because there's really not much going on in the nfc quite frankly so um i like the move for brady and i like the rams chances quite frankly because again you got a couple of teams i think they can go up against other than that there's not much competition in the nfc i like to see them next year repeat um, as nfc champs
3: oh definitely and Brady's already getting to work, you know. There's been rumors going out that he was sliding into Julio Jones DMs, I heard that too. <laughs> trying to I get Big Julio that.
2: to come to South Florida. Uh, what else do they got? It. You got enough receivers. Jesus.
3: <laughs> All right, guys. So um, obviously, there's tons of free agent news. Um, I just wanted to get to the relevant stuff because you know we could talk for days about the mistakes that the Jaguars have made and the other things <laughs> that have gone on. Um, so we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get Captain Feelgood in the building, but after this commercial break, we're going to put on one of Captain Feelgood's legendary Fantasy Jeopardies.
5: Can I get a round of applause, everyone? (laughs) Today, I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's not for your private parts. I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Literally, Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. We all know how essential that Manscaped lawnmower 4 is for that precise trim below the waist their advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas but now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with our ultra premium collection this package includes manscapes premium deodorant hydrating body moisturizer body wash and two-in-one shampoo and conditioner plus a free gift a three-pack of lip balm to keep those chappers feeling moist. So get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code Belly Fantasy at Manscaped.com. One more time, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code Belly Fantasy at Manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle. That-
3: <laughs> Guys, did you know that they have now bottled the power of attraction? It's crazy. I was not aware of it. I was not aware of it. (laughs) Kevin's like, if I had that 15 years ago, (laughs) (laughs) goddamn.
2: But welcome back, guys.
3: And we have him in the building. It is time for the legend. Right, Captain Feelgood is in the building. and He's ready to put on his best Alex Trebek-Aaron Rodgers combo. What you got Bring for it. us, Captain? Bring it.
2: Indeed. Well, tonight when we play our Jeopardy game with Yuke in the building, I figured we we we'd get all of our categories in regards to, you know, the draft and some trades. It's around that time. So, of course, I had to theme it. But we'll talk about that in a second. Let's get it started. It's time for some Jeopardy.
3: From the Belly Up Studios in Orlando, Florida, this is Fantasy Jeopardy! Let's meet today's contestants. Master of the high seas in all fantasy sports, like a lion stalking its prey in the wild, there is no doubt that this big game hunter will take down the competition. Please welcome Kevin Wilson. sports writer and a full-time bullshitter, an avid fan of the Niners and part-time Lion Tamer. This long-haired stallion of a man will look to crush the competition. Please welcome Justin Herrera.
2: A die-hard Ravens fan and self-proclaimed NFL draft scouting genius, he ran an unofficial 4.2 flat in the 40-yard dash, or so they say. Please welcome in Uke. (laughs) And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce our star
3: of the show, the man of the hour that holds all of the power, it's Commissioner
1: Cooper. <laughs> hey,
3: don't oh, let your no. wife
2: do that, bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I promise you, she does not feel threatened at all. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about our categories today. Can I have a refund? That is a category based on bad trades that were made. So, or excuse me, my bad. Those were bad First, or excuse me, high draft picks for quarterbacks. Sorry, I, I wrote these Good down this morning, so I'm still kind of uh, getting used to them myself. All right, the next one is dorm life. Those are basically questions about you have to pick which college. It'll be clues about colleges. Um, you have to pick which college it is. Tight end fantasy, you know what that is. Those are just the top 10 PPR fantasy tight ends from last season, so you'll have to guess which ones are those. New face, new place. That's the trade uh category we have there. Those will be uh legendary trades, top trades that have happened throughout the NFL. Um NFL let me on uh, if you get that watermark off for me, Justin. The other one is the um college stadium tour so those will be clues you'll have to guess which college stadium we're referring to now kevin we did the little thing uh backstage which you weren't aware of and you drew first you control the board what would you like
1: let's go with uh can i have a refund for 200
2: can I have a refund for 200. Here's the clue. I was drafted by the Chargers at 98 third overall, and I'm currently work as a program ambassador for the Transcend Recovery Community and host a radio show and am a college football analyst.
1: Who is Ryan Leaf.
2: Who is Ryan Leaf is correct. Good job, sir. Now, again, Uriel and Justin, uh, I know Uriel hasn't played before, but you can shout out the answer if you do know it. So just to bring that out to you. So good job, Kevin. You're up. You control. What you got All right. Now? Let's
1: switch over to new face and the
2: new place. New 200. face, new place for 200. Here's your clue. I, keep, I kept the beat running when I was traded from the Vikings to the Patriots in 07. You have to be joking me right now. I thought for sure. I thought this was
4: easy. Wait, what happens if I guess wrong? I think I got it. You go. You go. You it's get deputy, negative points. You go negative. Oh, I get negative. Oh, never mind. Never mind.
3: It's only two hundred <laughs> euro.
4: You know, there's there's no way I'm getting this. This is way too. Oh man. You know what? Right, I'm gonna throw it out there. What is? Who is Toby Gerhardt? Toby Gerhardt? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> ah.
2: Jesus. All right. Anyone else got a guess?
3: No. I'm, I'm, All right. We I'm gotta keep
2: right. it. We gotta keep it moving. He kept the beat running like Randy D. Mouse. What's wrong with you guys, bro? Come on. The man. Wait a minute. He wasn't through. traded
3: from the Vikings, I'm bro. Thinking. He was traded from
2: the Raiders. Well, that's what it. Wrote. I wrote down. So whatever. You. i uh, My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're real. If I if I messed up here, I'll take I'll take you off on the on your minus two hundred if that was my bad. All right, like I said, I did these earlier this morning, so my fault. All right, Kevin, you're still control. Go ahead, sir. All right, let's switch over to the tight end fantasy for 200. All right, here we go. My brother gets jealous that I score touchdowns while he bends over all game unlimited. Travis, Kelsey.
5: Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey
2: is correct. Who said that first, though? Because I can't see. Was that Justin? was that Justin. Justin, good job, sir. All right, you guys got to help me with who answered first because I am looking at a totally different screen right now. All right, let's go. Justin, you control. What else you got?
3: Uh, let's go. Uh... Oh, God, I'm scared of new face, new place. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now me too.
3: Fantasy for (laughs) four (laughs) hundred.
2: Me too. Now, Titan Fantasy for four (laughs) hundred. This is my first time in the top ten, but I am not new to accolades. I was the only player at the University of Florida who won the John Mackey Award. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is correct. Good job, Justin. Was that you again, sir? Justin. Yeah. Good job. All righty. You control uh let's 600 600 tight end fantasy here's your clue i was diagnosed with diabetes mellitus which means during games i have to prick my fingers up to or 30 Gangers. mark andrews is you correct is that
4: yeah of course man i'm a ravens fan you can't good. you're gonna good. hit me up with the ravens question i'm gonna get i'm gonna get nice. it nice sure.
2: good snag there you now control the board
4: All right, give me, let's do, can I have a refund for 400?
2: Can I have a refund for 400? Here's a clue. I was drafted by the Raiders in 07, number one overall, but proved to be one of the biggest. Uh, Demarcus Russell. Ah, Demarcus Russell is correct. Good job, Justin. Got you on there. Go ahead. Please continue. Uh, Let's go with dorm life for 200. Dorm life for 200. Here's a clue you'll want to roll over to Bryant Denny stadium to watch this powerhouse dominate the sec. What is Alabama? Alabama, Alabama is correct. Good job, Kevin. You control the board. All right. Let's go with uh, can I have a refund for 600? Can I have a refund for 600? Here's your clue. You might want to sit down for this next one, as I was drafted in '99, number one overall, by the Cleveland Browns. I currently work as an analyst for the SEC Network and was named to the College Football Hall of Fame in 2021. Tim Couch. Tim Couch is correct. Was that you, Justin? Yep.
1: Good job, sir. Good. I'm kicking my you'll... ass because I know this,
2: but I. You want? You'll want to yeah. sit down for yep. that one. Come on, come on. You gotta love it. You gotta <laughs> love it. All right. What else? What else you got, Justin?
3: Uh, Let's go with uh, New Face, New Place. you got to attack that animal sometime. (laughs) I'm
2: I'm scared to even click it. I hope I got it right this time. New Face, New Place for 400. I was traded from the St. Louis Rams to the Pittsburgh Steelers where I parked the team's bus at the Super Bowl after our victory. 50, excuse me. Who is Jerome Bettis, Kevin? Jerome Bettis is correct. You brought it up on our show, Just I'm surprised you didn't remember that one. All right. Who was the bust? Jerome Bettis. Good job, Kevin. You control, sir. All right. Let's switch. Uh, can I have a refund? 800. Can I have a refund for 800? Here's your clue. All right. So this is, the, this is your daily. It's. It's daily double time, my friend. How much do you want to wager? I'm gonna go six hundred. All right. For six hundred, here's your clue. Good luck. I was taken in ninety-four by the Redskins, third overall, and I am currently a real estate mogul in Knoxville, Tennessee, where my company is one of the largest in the state. Makes sense since I went to college there.
1: Who is Heath Schuler?
2: Who is he? Schuler is correct. Great Damn, job Kevin. with that. Let's, wow. let's, what a snag there. So you hit 600. That puts you at 14. Let me make sure I get the score right. Good job on that. And now you control the board.
1: Let's finish it off. Can I have a refund for a thousand? Can
2: you have a refund for a thousand? Here is your clue. I was taken by the Bengals in 99 as a third pick overall after the NFL didn't work. Uh, I tried the CFL, but not much success ne- there neither. I am currently coaching football for Maranatha High School. Yeah, I think this is a pass. That would be a big-time QB, Achilles Smith.
1: You don't know, now you know. Kevin, you control, my friend. Go ahead. All right. We've avoided this uh, college stadium tour for 200.
2: College stadium tour 200. Here's your clue. This stadium has the highest seat capacity in college football and is named after the state is located in. Oh, boy. This is going to be a struggle on this one. <laughs> you guys are struggling at the 200 one. All right. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. What is Michigan it's Stadium? Big, the big house. Yeah. Let's go. Come on, guys. Come on. All right. You control still, Kevin. What you got? Let's go uh, New Face, New Place, 600. New Face, New Place, 600. Here's a clue. I found gold in 1987 where I was Steve, Steve (laughs) is correct. Good job. It sounded like Justin blurted that out real quick, which I would hope so, since he also mentioned this on our show as well. So good job on that one. Go ahead, sir. Uh, Let's stick with it. Uh, New face, new place, eight. New face, new place for eight. And that's our other Daily double. what do I got uh <laughs> you got like 2200
3: 2200
2: okay I'll wager a thousand gonna wager a thousand here's your clue after being traded by Houston in 1976 oh my, my God I know the answer to that. I was about to be dropped when Seattle swooped in and scooped me up or I became a legend Steve Largent Steve Largent is man. correct. Good job. Hey, man, you had it. if you, Kevin, if he controlled the board, he would have had that one. So good job on that one, Justin. You control the board, sir.
3: I'm disgusted I know that knowledge about Seahawks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's finish it out. A 1,000 for a new face. 1,000, new place, new, new place, new place. Here we go. I had to clear off my goggles after being traded from the Rams to the Colts in 19th. Eric Dickerson is correct. Ooh. Good job, Uriel. You needed that one. Now we're now we're gonna get it.
4: There cook. we go. Back in it. Let's go. Game cooking now. All right, you 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 you're, you're, you're up. Right, give me tight end fantasy. Let's go. Let's
2: make this comeback right. Tight here. end fantasy for eight hundred. Here we go. After spending my high school career as a quarterback, I walked on to Old Miss. I decided to clear for the draft early, despite not catching any touchdowns in college.
4: Who is Dawson Knox?
2: Knox and Dawson Knox is <laughs> correct. Good job. Go, I didn't baby. know didn't. I didn't know he catch any, didn't catch any touchdowns. It was cool. All right, you, you you're up. All
4: right, out. give me 10 in fantasy 1,000. Let's keep it rolling. Tied in
2: fantasy 4,000. Here we go. I became my school's all-time leader in receptions, yards, and touchdowns, which was previously held by Andrew Corliss, Ted Qualick, and Jesse James. Do-do-do. Who was oh, America's team's Mike? Kasiki, if you don't know, now ah, you know. you you're still up.
4: <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's do dorm life for four hundred. Dorm life for four hundred. Here's
2: your clue: you don't have to be a hunchback to go to this school. Just Notre Dame. Dame. Notre Kevin, Dame. I
1: got cool. it. Yeah, yeah sounded
2: like go. Kevin there. I'll give you that one. Good job, Kev. Notre Dame is it? All right. What else you got, Kev? Let's go dorm life six hundred. Dorm life for six hundred. Here's your clue. A tradition you might find creepy. However, when we beat a top 25 school, we had their headstone um, added to a graveyard set up next to our practice facility. Little tidbits. Uh, this is what, what I mean. You learn stuff from my games here. Ah, huh? You didn't know this. Nobody knew this, right? Well, now you know it's Clemson, believe it or not. That's who that really? is. Yeah. Now you know. All right, Kevin, you're still up. 800 Dorm Life, please. 800 for Dorm Life. Here's your clue. Orville Redenbacher certainly got their popcorn ready after graduating from this college who competes against Indiana every year for the Old Oak and Bucket. What is Purdue? What is Purdue is correct. Good job, my friend. Woo, we got a ball game here. I'm loving it this week. All right, you're up, man. control. Let's finish it off for 1,000, please. 1,000, here's our clue. This school may not help with halitosis, but their rivalry with Syracuse between 1891 and 1961, the legend is a is a legend. Excuse me, is a student from Colgate buried this letter C jacket in the cement at the newly built Archbold Stadium, and a Syracuse student dying Taylor Lake orange. (sighs) Wow.
3: Uh Uh-huh. That's a lot of
2: information to take in. Yes, it is. I know. I I probably should have uh, put this for the Final Jeopardy one. This is is a pretty interesting one. I'm kind
3: of scared of Final Jeopardy now. All right. All
2: right. Here we go. I got to call it because we got to get moving. It was Colgate. I even put it in here. I even put it in the answer I just noticed. It was Colgate University. What a dumb-dumb I am. All right, college. You're up, Kev. Let's go! Call a stadium tour for College Stadium Tour for four hundred. College Stadium Tour for four hundred in the Halitosis Colgate. Come on, guys! This is like, come on! This stadium is accompanied by a great smelling parade, which uses millions of foliage as decorations. USC or uh, Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Rose okay, Bowl. I, I, I'll give you that. Even though it wasn't a form of the question, that is correct. What is the Rose Bowl? All right. What else you got?
1: He said USC. That's not even the same. I know.
2: We're just, we're just let him ride. It's all right. We're, <laughs> oh come on! I'm gonna mess up on Final Jeopardy. Don't worry. All right, let's okay. just. I'm just gonna do six hundred. Here we go. Chief Osceola gets his. This state. Florida State? Florida State is correct. Satellite like Kevin on that. That so would good. be. Me. Good job, good job there. <laughs> All right, we're going to go for 800 on College Stadium Tour. This stadium, which is close to sounding smart, played its first game versus Yale in 1929. It's located in the middle of the campus and even has a creek that runs underneath it. Doot, doot, doot. That is It's sounding, almost sounding smart, Stanford Stadium. That is for the Georgia Bulldogs. You don't know, now you know. College Stadium Tour for the last final clue. This stadium is the oldest in the Big Ten Conference and was named after an Army base from the Civil War era that was located there. I'm not on mute, am I? just want to make sure you guys, I can hear you. (laughs) 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 I had to switch screens to make sure. What is Camp Randall from Wisconsin? Again, if you don't know, now you know. Thank you guys so much. That was a fun, fun first round. And listen, what I noticed before, and I just realized, um, let me write down. Let me write down. I noticed the last time I kind of did this wrong. So I'm going to give you guys the category and I want you guys to tell me now how much you're betting because that would make sense. That way you can you can't change it up uh, once you (laughs) see the clue. So (laughs) I was just thinking that the other day, like, let's bring up the final Jeopardy category and tell me how much you'd like to wager.
4: And uh, all my money in there. NFL Maybe got twenty four hundred. All right, there, I'm Uke. gonna win this thing.
2: Yuke's going all the way with twenty four hundred. What would you like to wager, wager, Kevin? You since you're second.
1: Okay. Uh, what what's uh what do I have now? You have thirty two hundred. Thirty two hundred. Okay. I'm gonna bet twenty two hundred. All right, twenty two hundred for Kev. Justin,
2: what do I have? You have thirty six. Thirty six hundred. I'll
3: wager,
2: I'll wager 2400 2400 $2, is his wager. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here is your final Jeopardy clue. Here is your final Jeopardy clue. Which NFL team can be credited for what we now know as the NFL Draft? You got 30 seconds. Good luck. Now you're on I'm mute. On mute. We are, my bad. We got the wagers <laughs> down. Yuke you are up first since you are last. You you put it all on the line. Do you have? Money
4: don't make, don't make money.
2: You have the <laughs> correct answer.
4: I'm just going to throw it out there because <laughs> if I don't, you I'm not going to win. Um I just guessed it. New York football. Who are the New York football giants?
2: Who are the New York football giants? Is incorrect. Sorry, sir. You are down to zero. Okay. All <laughs> right, Kev, you are number two. You have the correct right. answer. Hey, hold I'm on one second. I was going to say, Houston Chiefs. No, there you go. Kansas City Chiefs is incorrect, sir. I apologize. That takes you down <laughs> to 1,000, is what you have left. Justin, do you have the answer?
3: I was just gonna say for next time, just so if somebody gets the correct answer, somebody will be like, "Oh yeah, that was it. That was
2: my answer too." Got to write that shit down. And be like, oh, uh, I, "Yeah, that's, that's right. right. I forgot to do that." You're right. My bad. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Although that theory Browns, didn't matter because none of you got it. That is incorrect. However, Kevin, you are—excuse me, Justin—you are a winner today with twelve hundred. But here is your answer.
3: They finally oh, did man. something right.
2: So the legend has it. Burt Bell went to the league. He uh, proposed, hey, I was tired of losing. Let's, let's do a uh, draft where essentially the worst teams uh, get first pick. And it's uh, ironically, they also had the first pick in the first NFL draft. And I believe also a fun fact, they signed out of the nine players they drafted, they signed zero of them.
4: If you don't <laughs> know, now you know.
3: That's some Philadelphia oh, yeah. shit right there.
4: Yeah, <laughs> next time we do Jeopardy on here and I come on, on right you got to hit me up with some uh, which college did this player go to. I will take you all to town. I had, I had that a couple of weeks ago, so I I had to switch it up ah, a little damn. bit.
3: That's what I legit thought your college life was going to be about because <laughs> that's what it, sometimes it usually uh-huh. is. It's like college or dorm life or something. But anyways, guys, let's, let's <laughs> do you
1: know
3: Don't be complaining.
2: Got to mix it up. Got to mix it up. <laughs>
3: Hey, I ain't complaining. I'm just throwing out a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. But uh,
2: anyways, let's uh let's break down
3: some rookie QBs real quick. Just be, we got like 14 minutes left. Um let's throw them out there. Malik Willis, you start us off. What do you see in Malik Willis? He's obviously a hyper-talented player um he's got a great arm he's got elusive skills but you know there's a lot of questions with him
4: so you what do you see when you look at this tape with Malik Willis so yeah so as I said as when I came on last time I, uh, Malik Willis reminds me a lot of Tyler Huntley which is not a comparison that I like oh, No, um, obviously he's talented he has a good arm he could you know he can really chuck it but interestingly on tape it didn't look like i wasn't really wowed by his arm it was really only at the senior bowl and at the combine where he really showed it off but that's a little concerning because you know you really want to see how he's going to throw it deep in the game um also his accuracy is just is way too hit or miss like it's not like he he's you know usually a couple inches off every now and then you're going to see a totally errant throw that goes you know yards and yards over the guy's head it's just i like malik Willis. he's very intriguing um and obviously for fantasy you know a lot of people are really buying into him as you know super flex 101 but my problem with malik willis is that i honestly don't know how long of a runway he has in the nfl you know like let's say uh yeah he's a great runner but if he is throwing you know 20 interceptions a year to only like 10 touchdowns and he's not winning games and he's turning the ball over constantly can we really see him lasting in the league as a starter more than two or three years I don't know about that. So uh, I'm not very excited about Malik Willis. He's exciting. And all it takes is one team to like him for him to go high in the draft. But I don't know if I'm going to be pushing in my chips for him.
3: So obviously there's a lot of talk of him being the first quarterback in the draft. Where do you see him being a logical fit as the first
4: quarterback taken off the board? So I to be honest, I'm scared of Malik Willis where he's going to go. I feel like you know, the, there's some rumors that the Lions might take him. There's some rumors that the, the Panthers might take him at six. I mean – Again, since I'm not a huge fan of Malik Willis, I can't really see a landing spot where I would fall in love with, with Malik Willis where I would really be excited about him. The one place that maybe would be interesting would be the Saints just because I really like their offensive line. I really like their coaching staff. And I feel like if there's anyone that could take you know, a rookie quarterback who's just, in my opinion, way too uh, inaccurate and, and Aaron, maybe maybe the Saints coaching staff can do it. But I don't know. It's, it's left to be seen. I'm not excited about him.
3: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, what were you going to say,
1: Kev? Well, I'm just going to say, wow, That that's about the most negative uh, uh, statement about him that I've heard up until now. So, yeah, that that's coming in hot. So props for that. Yeah, I mean, there's, fire, there's
3: tons of questions, <laughs> right? You know, you know, goes hot in his takes right there. He, he doesn't hold back on anything. He goes full come, man, man, man. Like I said, and scared I'm...
4: money don't make money, you know? <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah. But uh, for the sake of pushing this along, it's getting as many as possible out. Let's move on to the next guy for you. Yuke. talk to us a little bit about Sam Howell, you know, kind of, you know, last year he was a first round pick. This year he's looking like maybe a third round pick, but obviously people will reach when they're desperate. Uh, what did you see in between the two years? Obviously the talent loss, but would you see that maybe still hold value as a
4: first rounder for Sam Howell? Yeah, so I actually thought that's interesting that his stock dropped from year to year because I thought that he had a major improvement from, you know, two years ago to this past year. Uh, he was throwing a lot better. He was a lot more accurate. Um And he was when he was improvising and he was, you know, reading the field, he was a lot more decisive and he hit the open read and the correct read more times. Uh, I like saying how he's interesting. There's There's a few things to be concerned about with him. I have to say, he looks a lot like Baker Mayfield when he plays. You know, where he he runs around, he he. It looks like he thinks he's faster than he is, and he thinks he's more elusive than he is, but he's not really. Uh, both were very, you know, consistently accurate. That's probably the thing I love most about Sam Howell is his accuracy is just insane. Um, he, I actually think, is an amazing fit with the New Orleans Saints. I don't bring them up again, but I would love to see Sam Howell in the Saints. I think his accuracy and he does in a way remind me of Drew Brees. Drew Brees was my if you read my scouting report for him on Belly Up, I think. His his best case scenario pro comp for me was Drew Brees. You know he's short. Maybe a more mobile Drew Brees, but he's short. He's you know like six foot. Um, Drew Brees is a little shorter, but still. And his accuracy is on point. Constantly, he's very consistently accurate. Um, I just with the, my problem with Sam Howell is I don't see a lot of upside. It didn't look like on tape that his arm strength you know would you know, that he would blow the roof off guys. I just. I think that he's he definitely earned a first round pick. You know, I'm I'm against a lot of these notions that there's no first round quarterbacks in this draft. I actually like four of these quarterbacks to go in the first round. I really like them. Yikes. Um, but I just think the narrative has been uh, been dug in too much that like no one will say now with confidence that a quarterback can go in the first round because they'd be going against the narrative. But uh, I like Sam Howell, but there's not a lot to be excited about for him too.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I think that he could definitely fit in somewhere. I actually predicted him at the uh, Lions at 32, but let's move on to one. No, let's do a couple more guys. Um, let's start off with uh, Desmond Ritter, hyper-athletic, great combine stats. Um, looks like he could be kind of like the fold of like a, you know, cut from the same cloth as like a Malik Willis. He's got accuracy problems, like you've mentioned before on our show. But uh, tell me kind of where you see him fitting into this fold. Do you see him being like the third quarterback taken off the first or in the, you know, first two quarterbacks taken out? So I love Desmond
4: Ritter, actually. He's, you know, uh, it's going to be a little bit against the grain, but he's my QB1 in this draft. I love Desmond Ritter. I I think that he reminds me a lot of Deshaun Watson. You know, both were like 6'3", 6'4", very tall, were big winners in college. Desmond Ritter, a lot of people don't realize this about him, but he won 44 games in college. He took Cincinnati from being a nothing program to being in the running for college football playoffs two years ago and then in the college football playoffs last year. Yeah, his accuracy is all over the place, but he is athletic. He's tall. He's big. He's got a really good arm. Um, And also, I especially try to focus when I'm scouting quarterbacks. You know, I especially learned this with uh, Justin Herbert is when you're scouting a quarterback, you don't look at what they are now, but you try to look at what they can be, you know, because that's where you really see their upside. And Desmond Ritter at his best is probably better than anyone else in this class. Um, I think he's really good. And I, I would love to see him go to the Panthers in sixth. I think that he would really turn their offense around. I just feel like him with uh, – with, yeah, their offensive line isn't that good. He can run around. He can move. And with their weapons, I think he can really do some damage in Carolina. But I, I don't see him going that high. I think he's going to fall a little bit.
3: So do you see him being a day – like uh, day one starting quarterback? Or do you see him going into a system where they have a bridge quarterback kind of like teach him the way, like kind of work on his fundamentals a little bit, his accuracy a little bit more? Where do you kind of see him in the grand scheme of that going?
4: So, yeah, obviously, as my QB1, I feel like uh, like you could slot him in. Obviously, for any quarterback, if you give him a little bit of a runway, uh, being a backup behind a really good veteran quarterback, that could help their career. I just feel like Desmond Ritter is talented enough, and he is he's a winner. He's got great leadership mentality, and he's going to go out there and he's going to put on his best every single game. I feel like no matter where you put him, if you you know send him out there week one, I think he'll be just fine. I mean, I'm
3: all right, all right. right. I, I like that. I like that. So let's talk about baby hands for a second. Do you uh, Are you a fan of Kenny Pickett and his baby hands? Um, I actually liked his tape. I thought he was a good player at Pittsburgh. I thought he improved during his five years there. But I also, you know, there, there are definitely a lot of question marks coming in with him. Is he even relevant as a starting quarterback at the next level? I mean, does he try too hard? Does he get himself hurt eventually? I mean, he's not that fast, but he's kind of like how you said Sam Howe was. He thinks he's elusive. Um, tell me how you feel about Kenny Pickett, where you have him in your draft stock.
4: So, yeah, I actually, you know, Ken, if you thought I was negative about Malik Willis, you're not going to like what I have to say about Kenny Pickett. <laughs> but, uh, I'm really not a Kenny Pickett fan. I, I just said that I think that there's four quarterbacks that deserve to be in the first round, and Kenny Pickett is not one of them. I think that, you know, people are over are saying that, oh, it's, you know, he has small hands. Michael Vick had small hands. Yeah, but Michael Vick was special. Michael Vick was insane in so many other ways. You know, people are saying Joe Burrow had small hands, but Joe Burrow's hands were, I think, more than half an inch bigger than uh, Kenny yeah. Pickett, which is not nothing. And Joe Burrow was also – he was crazy accurate. With Kenny Pickett, there's just really nothing special, you know? Like, if he has these big knocks on him that you're, that you're a little bit worried about, like the small hands, then you'd hope that somewhere else there's something to hang your hat on, something that you can say, all right, well, at least he's got this. But I don't really see that with Kenny Pickett, you know? He has above-average accuracy. He's got an okay arm. You know, he he's can move. But nothing about him was special. I wasn't very excited about him before the combine. And then once I heard how big – how small his hands were, I was just – Honestly, he's not a, a first-round draft uh, quarterback. He's not a second-round quarterback either. To me, I, just, wow. I can't see him being a starter in this league. I really can't.
1: Kev, does that blow you away? That definitely, you know, the hurricane strength going on over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, you is your fifth quarterback?
3: Is that Matt Corral?
4: So I'm gonna I'll give you actually my order right now. I have Desmond Ritter as my QB one. My QB two is Matt Corral. I love Matt Corral. And then at three I have Malik Willis. At four Sam Howell. And then five is obviously Kenny Pickett. But I love Matt Corral. Uh, I just want to preface what I'm about to say by saying that when I compare a rookie, you know, or incoming draft prospect to an NFL quarterback, I don't think that he's as good as him. But my pro comparison for Matt Corral at his best is Patrick Mahomes. Now, obviously, he's no Patrick Mahomes. But something about the play style is very similar. The way they can just take the ball. And they're also both about like six foot. They're not really big, but they have really good arms. And the way they can just take the ball, run out of the pocket, and the play is never over. And it's not even as if they take take a hit. You know, once they scramble out of the pocket, they're always good, and they can always threaten every single area of the field and make these crazy off balance throws. You know, throws that you just look at him and they your, your eyes pop out. It's just unbelievable throws. I really like Matt Corral. I think he's really exciting. There are knocks to him that you know he he ran a very simple RPO offense, um, and that his accuracy is inconsistent. But again, the inc- uh, inconsistent accuracy, I don't buy too much into that because you want to see what a player can be and not you know how consistent his accuracy is. Uh, but the RP offense does worry me a little bit. That's why he's only my QB2, but I really like Matt Corral. I think in a lot of places he can really excel if you give him a good enough system.
3: Well, that's a very interesting take. I don't, I don't think I've had many people come on and say Matt Corral is their number two, um, just for the reason you were saying. He ran a simple offense. He kind of just seemed like he was engineered to the offense. There didn't seem like there was too much freedom to it. Um, Khmish Koop, Kev, just real quick, after what we've heard from
2: you, Who do you think is your guys' uh, number one quarterback coming out of this? I mean, you know, when your comparisons to Huntley and, you know, you have all these great comparisons, all these wonderful (laughs) NFL stars. Patrick Um, Mahomes and Matt Corral. (laughs) I'll (laughs) I'll I'll be real quick and brief and only because it just makes sense. Malik Willis, to me, stands alone only because of his athleticism, period. So he's the only one I think that might make a mark.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Kev. All right, for me, uh, uh, me I'm going to go completely against what you was just talking about right now because uh, uh, it depends what you need as your team. If you need a, t- a quarterback that could just step right in, Kenny Pickett's my pick for that. Uh, he uh, broke the record for Dan Marino's touchdown passes at Pittsburgh. And if you – Dan Marino went at the end of the first round when he came out. We all know how that worked out. So if you're looking for a quarterback you need this year, Kenny Pickett's my pick. If you're looking for a guy that maybe be able to sit around for a little bit, then I'll, I'll go with Desmond Ritter as my number two. He's uh, he's, he's a guy that uh, that has improved every year. Uh, the only slowdown I have is you know when they went up against Alabama. He looked very ordinary, but Alabama can do that to a quarterback. So I got Kenny Pickett at one and Desmond Ritter at number two.
3: All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Give me a quick plug, You, since you are our guest, thank you for coming on. Give us a quick plug.
4: yeah, for sure. anyway, as you, you know you guys can see my uh, Twitter handle on the on the screen there, but uh, actually, I think uh, if you guys want to hear more about my uh, my scouting tips, you can obviously check out my author page where I got all my scouting reports up there. But I actually posted a scouting guide, a comprehensive scouting guide, where I felt like a lot of people were, were you know, discussing, having a lot of questions about my scouting process, how did I get to, you know, having Matt Corral as my QB2 or having Kenny Pickett as my QB5. So I really took uh, for every position and I went through them one by one and highlighted things that I feel like are, you know, death knells for certain players, you know, like as good as they can be, if they have certain traits about them, I really just don't think that they can succeed in the NFL or vice versa, you know, that even if they're bad at everything, if they just have these few things, then really, I think that they could be stars. So if you want to check that out, that's also on Belly on my comprehensive scouting guide. Uh,
1: That's really it. Nice, nice. Kev, give us a quick plug on that one. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, uh, like I was saying earlier, I'm jazzed up right now. Sports is happening. Uh, You can find uh, Vince and myself and maybe a guest tonight on the baseball show, which comes on at 8 Eastern. So you definitely want to check that out. Baseball, as we know, is hot. And so you definitely want to check that out to get over to the belly up fantasy, uh, sites. You know, you're, there's an article coming out for me every week. And so, uh, check that out. And, uh, you can see my Twitter handle there, Kevin six, two W I L S C A and rap to me.
3: Heck yeah. Commish. Tell us what TSS, man.
2: TSSFantasy.com, all of our latest and greatest on there. Follow us on social media. Subscribe to my YouTube. I always forget to mention that. And like to welcome a new member to our TSS family. Justin has blessed us with his presence on the TSS set. So, I saw that. (laughs) Woo-woo, Justin. Be sure to check us out. We're new shows every Friday during the season. Obviously, we're six days a week.
3: Yes, sir. I am now joining TSS Fantasy. Happy as can be to join great crew over there um also running my own podcast dynasty brews every thursday at 9:30, and of course joining this phenomenal crew every single weekend sunday 11 a.m we are on tiki live as well guys thank you for coming in thank you for joining us have a great one